whoa, 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 hang on a moment. Yes, you know what time it is. This is Jen, your host, and this podcast is all about taking agency and owning yourself. And every week on this show, I'm going to help you use your voice, stand in your power, and operate from a place of self. everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Hang On A Moment. So if you remember, if you have listened to the very first episode, you will remember that I explained the reason why I called this um, podcast Hang On A Moment was for a few different reasons. And one of those reasons was, you know, when you need to say to somebody or something like, hang on a moment, you know, I am, I need a bit of time out, just, just hang on a moment, like I'm on my way, I'm coming, I'm there, I'm ready, I'm just in this position at the moment where I just need to, yeah, like reset and recalibrate and refocus. So I thought today it was quite an interesting um, idea to talk about what happens when we hit roadblocks in life, because Obviously, this whole podcast is about having agency and owning yourself. And, you know, we can be, yeah, I'm on it. I've got this, I've got that. And, you know, life is going great. Or these are my goals. These are my ambitions. These are my values. These are my needs. These are my boundaries. And all the things that I talk about, this is me super confident. But what happens when you are in the driving seat, but all of a sudden, something, not necessarily a situation or, um, you know, a, a particular thing, but something or conditions or whatever just stops you kind of in your tracks. And it's really, you know, a whole, a whole thing in itself, because this is really where resilience kind of comes in. And actually, resilience and brilliance, because this these situations, you know, require you to think into your strengths rather than into your weaknesses and obviously try and get out of your own way when you are in a situation where you hit a brick wall. And I just thought today, I was just going to sort of free talk really about this because um, I'm not really going to give you a masterclass or a how-to or hacks and tips. I just wanted to, yeah, just chew the fat a little bit on how, how that feels because I think in life, when we go through, um, you know, our kinds of our ideals and what we would love to get out of life, you know, in the greatest will of of the world, we can go after those dreams and, you know, we can go after those ambitions. But sometimes there are things that, that hold us back and that creates slightly more um, of a challenge. And so sometimes those challenges can then feel you know, unachievable and create this kind of tension and, you know, negative self-talk and all of the things that I've talked about over some of the last episodes. Because when something goes wrong, you know, we have a tendency to blame ourselves or we have a tendency to blame. We have a tendency to judge and to put a 
um, a wagging finger at something, you know, it's because of the economy or it's because of the weather or it's because of me or it's because of them or it's because of, you know, the organisation or, and you know, and that might be so, that might be true. I'm not saying that isn't true, but we get into this situation where we need to find a reason. We need to find a reason why something didn't go the way that we wanted it to. And of course, there will always be a reason because if, 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 you know, if the life that we wanted was plain sailing and everything was blue sky, then obviously nothing would go wrong because we'd always be in this position where everything was, was, was going at our desired, um, you know, our, our desired outcome and, you know, the inputs and the outputs were all working as we wanted them to. So it's a really interesting one, isn't it? Because what do we do? You know, if we're trying to own ourselves and have agency, which is all about, you know, standing in your power, um, following your dreams, you know, operating from a place of self, you know, what, what happens when these things crop up? Because they do happen. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, this is this is something that... Um, for me, of course, as like anyone else, you know, because I'm just the same as you guys, you know, often comes up where, you know, there's resistance. So I'll give you a good example. As you may or may not know from some of my recent podcasts, you know, I was looking to sell my property. And part of the reason for selling my property, it was kind of twofold. Part of the reason was because I was ready for a change and I was ready for a change a good while back. And then we had lockdown and I got sick. Um, And then I was just busy in my last uh, role and, you know, it never happened. So this year I decided to put it on the market and it was really just before the kind of housing market changed, which is only happening like the recent months. And in my mind's eye, you know, I was thinking, well, this is great because I can, you know, my vision was I'll sell this property, I can downsize, which is what I actually want to do. And I can potentially walk away with enough um, equity to buy a smaller property that meets my needs. So, you know, will tick all of my standards that I want for my own property and where I want to live. Um, But it will give me a level of financial freedom. So, of course, on paper... That goal sounds really achievable. That goal sounds simple, you know, to some extent, as long as I put the hard graft in, right? So as long as I, you know, get my house ready for sale and I get it on the market and I go out and find a property that I like, you know, jobs are good in because we've then resolved that kind of, you know, that goal. It's 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 sorted, you know. It's, it's not. It's really not that easy. And I guess that's what I mean by kind of, you know, adversity or, you know, I like to, to, to call, um, you know, as kind of course correct or having to pivot. So pivot in businesses when, for example, like a startup business will create a, a product, a model, take it to market and, you know, through their kinds of, you know, iterations and, you know, prototyping and proof of concept and all of the things that you do as a startup business to get your business off the ground, you kind of find out that whether it's the market conditions or customer appetite or competitors or suppliers or something within that whole kind of um, community or um, desirability of your product, something isn't actually hitting the mark. So you pivot, you pivot, you go to where where it's going to work. So you take all of that information, you chin it up and you spit out a new business plan, a new product plan, and you pivot to go to the market. And it's a bit like that in life. We have to pivot to go with what we're dealing with because 
as I said, you know, with the greatest will in the world, we can all have these goals. So, you know, you can say, I'm going to run a marathon, right? And in the most, in the most time, you can say, I'm going to run a marathon, you find a marathon, you train for a marathon, you do the marathon. Yeah, of course, like if you get sick, or, you know, if you fall over and break your leg, or if you end up in a car crash, or if there's really bad weather, and the marathon gets cancelled, or you end up having to be somewhere with work uh, abroad on the week of the marathon or some anything like that. Of course, you cannot control those conditions. But most of the time, you know, if you've got a date in the diary for a race that you've been planning for, you know, probably 75, 80%, you're going to do that race, if not higher. But with things like market conditions um, and volatility of... Um, you know, situations that are kind of out of your control, like I'm talking obviously about business or about the financial market, the economy, the housing market, it's, it's, it can be sometimes difficult. And, you know, it is about this, how do we pivot? And how do we um, course correct? And as I've said, you know, when you have a business, the I guess like the real the real kind of desire when you're running a business is to create a product that's going to bring in some um, some money because obviously that's what businesses are all about. You know, of course, we want to make a product or create a service that we love to do in, 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 you know, in an ideal world. Of course, you know, it has to bring in some money. So it's quite easy then to, well, I say easy, it's not easy. It revolves around a lot of people redoing the, the work and, you know, refocusing their efforts to create this new product and take it to market, you know, in the hope that that product will be the right one. And of course, you know, organisations, even if they go to market with a product, there's always this process of iteration with products, with services, with branding, with market, because it's always about keeping your finger on the pulse and seeing what's going on out there. And of course, it's no different with life as well. So, you know, in regards to when we hit a roadblock, what what, what do we do? How do we deal with that? Because it can, it can really take you off track. And, you know, a lot of this having agency and owning yourself is about being in control of your life and, you know, directing your life where you want it to go. And I'm a massive believer in that, of course. But, you know, you can... It's I love this saying and um it's so true because I've I've recognized this a lot. I've worked for organizations over the years and I've said this about some of those organization organizations. You can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So, you know, I'll go into organizations and create um the desired change that they want. But then some organizations are completely on it. And then obviously, you know, roll with that, move it into business as usual. And obviously, you know, carry on with it. It's a bit like any change and transformation I do now with my coaching clients. Um, but then some people don't because they they just don't have that appetite or they just don't have the accountability or the the staying power. And, you know, so that's happened to me with some organizations I've worked with where, you know, I've, I've kind of heard, you know, like sort of 18 months later that they just never put the resource in place to carry on with the changes that have been made, even though they'd spent good money on, 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 you know, bringing me in to, to do that work. And obviously, you know, that's, that's no concern of mine, but it just seems really pointless, doesn't it? To have, you know, a desire to do something differently, you know, invest your money and time, have the right person come in to help you, and then just don't follow through on it. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to business there, but of course, you know, this is all about us and our, and our life. And I'm sure we've all done this. Like another example might be, you know, if you've been on a really, really good kind of like, 
um, eating plan. So I, I like to say diet, but I don't necessarily mean like dieting to lose weight, but you might have been on a healthy eating regime or, you know, being, you know, cutting out alcohol or anything and or on a real health you know, health streak, and then something happens and it throws you off and it can be really hard to get back on track, even though it's really what you desire and it's where you've put your money and you've invested your time and, you know, created um, intentions and so on. And, you know, it's how do we, how do we move forward from that? And also how do we live with that situation and make a decision as to whether we continue in the face of adversity or whether we believe that that adversity or that kind of messaging that's coming through I always like to say it's a message from the universe if it happens more than once then hear it listen to it because it's probably trying to tell you something and you know it's like what do we do if this happens you know what do we do do we carry on or do we stay still and you know, one of the, the for the first part is when we hit a roadblock in life, when something is stopping us in our tracks, we need to reevaluate. So I'll go back to my example with the property. So of course, you know, my 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 desire is to sell my current home and to downsize and to live, you know, financially free. But that doesn't look possible now. And the main reason that doesn't look possible is because I'm struggling to find a property that I want to move to. So I'm not really accelerating selling my property yet. And, um, you know, I could. So there's two ways I could do this. I could say, OK, I'm going to accelerate selling my property and just like let the law of attraction and the universe work its magic. And once I'm in this place of abundance, once I'm in this place of, you know, unconditional approach, there's no conditions about me moving, then obviously, you know, something will come to me and timing will, you know, with divine intervention, give me the right property. But again, I'm going to be honest with you, I have a little bit of fear about doing that because I love my house where I live now. And I don't actually want to leave here because I don't like the property. I'm just ready for a change and I'm ready for um, um, a smaller property, you know, and, you know, yeah, just basically want to move into a sort of a more financially um, free lifestyle. But, you know, so I could take that risk. I could take that risk. And, you know, the downside to that risk is that that risk doesn't pay off and that I end up, you know, having a buyer for my property I mean, the worst case scenario is that I then have to rent for a bit. So it's not actually that risky, you know, it's not that risky. But I don't I don't know, like for me personally, when I look at that option, it doesn't feel like a healthy option from a financial perspective. So for me, it feels healthy to stay here still until I find something. Um, But the other way I could reevaluate that is I could say, no, I'm just going to take it off the market and I'm not going to move at all. Like I'm just going to stay here. Now, I, I can't do that because for me, that would be like giving up and it's it would be so far removed from what I want. You know, I do want to move. I am ready for a change. Um, so, you know, this is I guess this is where I'm at at the moment. And it's a common problem, I guess, with many of us, especially like when it comes to like our work or business or relationships. Like, do we stick with what's what we know And do we stick with what feels safe or do we take a risk or do we pivot? So do we not stick with what we know, but not take the risk, the uncalculated risk, but do we find another way? So of course, like with my property, there are other ways. There could be, for example, you know, actually moving out of here and renting it out. So actually renting it out 
um, so that there is a bit of time for me to, you know, perhaps look without having kind of maybe emotional connections to the house that I'm still living in. Um, that's one option. Um, or, you know, there are other options in terms of where am I looking in terms of the place that I want to buy? Could I change that criteria? So, I'm not saying, you know, they are any of my ideals or any of my kind of decisions at this moment in time, but it's just like sometimes we need to course correct. And so we need to to do that. We need to reevaluate, evaluate, sorry, what is our desire? And so I've mentioned desire and the push and pull before. So it's like if something is strong enough, so if your why is strong enough, if you have a reason enough to do a certain thing, then you should do it. But if we have something that's in the way of it, like market conditions, because at the moment with the housing market, you know, value of property has gone down. Uh, maybe people are taking their properties off the market at the moment. So there's not as much buoyancy in the market. So there's all these things to consider as well. And again, you know, I don't want to settle. I don't want to move to a property that I just wouldn't be happy living in because again, that, you know, that's not, that's not a, a, a vision of mine. That's not a, a goal of mine. So, you know, I need to reevaluate and decide if this is still the direction I want to go in. Um, you know, but it can happen in other areas of life as well. And I think when we get into this situation where we feel fearful, we worry about, um, not knowing and we worry about, um, you know, maybe the stress or the overwhelm that might come with if we continue down the existing path despite all the obstacles or if we give up because of the obstacles or even if we course correct and pivot because of those obstacles. It's a bit like the unknown, isn't it? It's like, you know, we've got three options there, but actually all of those don't really necessarily allow us to feel secure or safe because we still don't know how it's going to end up. So it's a bit like, you know, relationship as well. You know, like if you're in a relationship with somebody, you know, you can't possibly say what's better unless you're actually 100% sure, you know, that this person is definitely not the, the one that you want to spend your life with. You know, it's like you really need to evaluate it. And, you know, I guess that's probably not the best example, because I think nine times out of 10, you know, when you don't want to be with somebody, it's, it's a bit different. It's more of an emotional connection or disconnect than it is perhaps with a property or even business or a job. But of course, you know, some of these things like business, jobs and properties that all relate to finances and obviously finance can create fear and it can create scarcity mindset or it can be built from an abundant mindset and how we feel and what we're bringing in. And that then obviously also is, you know, part of this law of attraction and the universe, because if we believe that we are in a um, scarcity situation, then we unfortunately do attract um, more of the same. So we bring in like more of what we're already feeling and it can be very difficult to get away from that. And so, you know, of course I, when I'm working with my clients, I talk to them all the time. And of course I do this myself about positive affirmations and meditation, but of course there's still going to be some of this, you know, noise and this disturbance that comes in, you know, we're human beings and we're primed, we're primed 
for the fight or flight response. It's there to protect us. It's, you know, the whole purpose of that is to save us and protect us. It's not there to like bring us to our knees. But if we're consistently in a situation that's stressing us out and that's making us feel like, you know, we don't know where to go. Do we stay? Do we go? It's a bit like, you know, stick or twist, isn't it? <laughs> in Is it pontoon? Um, you know, where do you go? What do you do? And it, that can create stress in itself because you just don't know. And it's like, how do you move forward? And I think, you know, that was really what to talk about when you hit a roadblock in life. It's not as cut and dry as we sometimes like to think it is. You know, so resilience is a big part of that. So, you know, one of the things that I definitely feel like is worthy to say in this particular podcast is, you know, do the best that you possibly can without breaking yourself. So when you're in these situations, you know, when you're feeling completely stressed or you're feeling unnerved or you've got this bit of a concern because it's not really going the way you wanted it to and you're not really sure it's very easy to stop, drop into that scarcity place and forget about the abundance piece and start thinking about the negative, but negative will bring in more negative. So it's really about just trying to create some kind of equilibrium with those thoughts. So if you are having those thoughts, try to counterbalance those with some positive affirmations, positive meditation, do things that uplift you, get some small wins. So, you know, like try to find, I mean, I talked about this last week in the confidence, you know, like focus on your compliments, focus on your achievements, you know, and go think about times in that particular domain of your life where you've actually had success and really lean into those so that instead of coming at it from a scarcity and, you know, um, a lack mindset, you're coming at it from abundance and a um, achievement mindset, which is then obviously is going to attract more of the good stuff. So it's like attracts like. So that's what you need to do. But it's accepting that you can't make things happen and accepting that you can't change things isn't actually like giving in and you know that's one thing I really want to cover off in this because sometimes I feel like we failed you know and failure is such a big thing because people think failure is associated with not being competent or not having what it takes or not being able to you know deliver something the way you wanted to deliver it or not being good enough or you know all of those negative self-talk you know that we all have if things go wrong and you know as I said we need to counterbalance those with some positive things but if we fail right which actually in itself sounds like a negative word right yeah if we fail fail sounds awful doesn't it I mean that's one of the reasons why I you know really love bodybuilding because it's the only thing it's really the only thing it's the only kind of area in life where you know you actually going for failure you are actually going for failure you know when you're lifting weight especially if you're looking to build muscle mass you know you're going for failure not on every single set not on every single session in the gym but you know again it's all about how you apply your different techniques but you know you don't want to be lifting to a point where you can throw like 12 reps out dead easy because if you're not failing you're not going to be you know breaking the muscle fibers that's going to repair them to build the muscle mass you know, again, obviously, even for women, we never will get muscles the same size as a guy. But, you know, muscles create so much strength in our body and they also create a healthy metabolism as well. So, you know, muscle mass in women, especially as we age, is, 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 or to say muscle 
muscle mass to the size our body will give us that's still important because if we you know lose our muscle then that can create weakness in our joints as well and that can create injury so it's all about protecting so you know I'm sort of diverse off a little bit there with what I was saying but you know failure in the gym is a good thing you know give everything you've got until you can't go anymore and I think when we associate failure in life, we associate with failure sometimes with not not being good enough and, you know, not having what it takes. But it isn't always about that. And I've got an amazing book by Elizabeth Day, who is I think she used to be a, a radio DJ um, and now obviously some a journalist as well. She may have been a journalist before, but um, sorry, an author. Um, she may have been a journalist before, but she has a book called um, How to Fail. And I remember saying to my mum one Christmas, oh, yeah, can can I, I'm going to put this on my present list. Like, can, can you or my brother get me this book because um, it looks so good? And I really loved it because it was... Um, the opposite to the book <laughs> that I talked about in the past called Poe Brosnan, What Should I Do With My Life, which which was something I read just in my early 30s. And that's about people talking about manifesting their dreams and leaving jobs, a bit like Tim Ferriss, the four hour work, work week, you know, leaving jobs that are killing their soul to go and follow their dream. Whereas How to Fail was about people who had gone into situations feeling like they were going to follow their dreams, but getting you know, knocked back by adversity. And what's really interesting is that when these people were telling their stories at the time, you know, the failure felt like the worst thing ever. It felt like they'd lost control of their life. It felt like they just weren't good enough. They couldn't get where they got, wanted to be. But actually, you know, it, it taught them so much and they actually got, you know, pivoted into a different area of their life or a different outcome because they failed at their original or even maybe more than once they failed at the thing that they were trying to do. And, you know, it's like if you actually look at some of the quotes about failure, I think it's Michael Jordan, you know, I'm sure there's one about 99 matches or 99 shots until he got one in or, or whatever. I can't remember the exact saying. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, people who are at the top of their game, you know, they failed before they were successful. And even when people are successful, like if you look at some of like the world-class boxers, they still don't win a match, you know, but it doesn't mean that they're not good enough. It just means that conditions weren't right. Maybe they hadn't trained enough or maybe they had done everything in their power. So they were doing everything they should have done. But the guy just, the guy or the girl, <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of being a bit sexist here, but it's mostly men who do box um, in the, you know, the main kind of space. But, you know, you know, maybe that other person just had the edge. They just had the edge. And that's why sometimes they go back for a rematch because they want to see whether it is the other person who has the edge or whether it was just fluke or conditions. So it's just really interesting to understand that, you know, roadblocks in life, they're not always about you. It's about other stuff. It's about so many variables. And so what we need to do is just understand how are we going to do this? Are we going to course correct? Are we going to retreat I don't think we should retreat I don't think we should ever go backwards but I actually think we should identify whether there's time for a little break whether you want to just hold back a little bit whether you want to almost like pivot with the original idea in mind but just chop it up a bit so create something in there that's a bit more safe you know so create a level of safety like I was saying I could potentially rent my property out and move to rented accommodation so that actually you know there was um 
some get out of my property, but I wasn't actually risking what I might risk if I go to market, sell my property and have nowhere that I like to move to. So, you know, we can, we can create different scenarios. And, you know, one of the things we can do as we create those scenarios is then actually try to understand, you know, what of these scenarios, what's the pros and the cons, you know? So like, if I did X, what would be the great, you know, what would be the pros of this? What would be the cons? If I did Y, um, if I did Z pros and cons, you know, then you've got three examples and you can go, okay, yeah, right. So weighing it all up, calculated risk, I'm going to go with outcome why and this is what I'm going to do and these are the reasons why and then you've you've kind of done it very calculated you've kind of you know taken some care of yourself you've taken some of the risk out of it you've made yourself feel a little bit more safe you've been a bit practical with your calculations rather than just doing something rash and emotional but you know this is something that you need to do the other thing as well when you do that pros and cons what you might identify actually is something that is a con that you could actively change so you might see something in this like deep analysis where you can say I'm saying deep analysis it's not that deep but it's deeper than just kind of you know putting your finger in the air and seeing what the wind says you know there's a little bit of science behind this and what you could then see is okay yeah maybe I'm getting in my own way or maybe actually if I just did x y and z I could remove that problem and it would change the game. And so then you're back in the driving seat. So you might be able to go back to your original plan and remove that sort of adversity or or negotiate to some extent with that adversity and get it out of the way. So, you know, there's loads of things we can do. It isn't just about mindset. It's about just being realistic. It's about understanding what, you know, we're playing with. But final thing to say is, we could, we could just say, this isn't working. This, I'm not, it's not going to happen. I'm going to have to stop. I'm going to have to give up. Okay. All I would say is if you do that, do it with intention, you know, so really lean into that. I am not going to do this anymore. I have changed my mind, but these are the reasons why. And feel in love with that decision, like own your decision and feel in love. Like if you go into something again, like that you've created in terms of a decision out of a scarcity mindset or out of defeat, you're going to go into that new position, you know, that you've kind of accepted as as, as your defeat position with 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 a very negative vibration and that's just going to bring you down so whatever you decide to do even if you decide to just retreat a little bit and just step back you know that that retreat might catapult you into the right way eventually because it's yeah mini failure a little setback you go back and then you move forward you don't always move in a linear position you know you can be all over the place with life but it's about being you know, owning where you are. It's about, as I say, this podcast is about agency and owning yourself. It's about owning your decisions. And it's about understanding that the life that you want is there for the taking, but sometimes the conditions just aren't there to get you where you need to get to. And, you know, if there's a consistent message from the universe that's telling you a certain thing over and over and over again, then listen to it. 
Yeah. So it's like I get regular messages from the universe that I tune into and I see them all the time that tell me that I'm on my right path. But I know that some days my days feel hard in in a a lot of areas in my life. I'm not going to lie, you know, like I'm not walking in the park at the moment, Um, but I love what I'm doing with my business. I love what I'm doing with my circle. I love what I'm doing with my energy. I love what I'm doing with my health and my well-being. So, you know, I feel that I am attracting the things that I want in my life but it isn't necessarily an easy life at the moment but at the same time I feel like that's the challenge that I'm rising to you know the challenge that I'm rising to is getting out of my comfort zone and maybe doing things that don't feel particularly easy you know we never go anywhere in our comfort zone but what we don't want is to make ourselves feel like so ill and so dysregulated and so depressed and so anxious about something that we're trying for that we're just not achieving it's really about dissecting that and seeing if we can find a better way so yeah I hope this podcast has has, has made sense um to you today as I said it's not a masterclass it's not a hack it's really just a chewing the fat on what what do we do when we hit roadblocks you know can we navigate them should we navigate them you know what what energy are we coming out from and um yeah, I think it's just a good one to pay attention to if you are experiencing some little setbacks at the moment that making you feel like it's not on track. It's okay. We we all get them. And I just wanted to share that with you. So I will love you and leave you. And I will be back next week with another episode. So as always, if you like this episode, please show me some love. <laughs> Follow me on social media. Download this episode. Please share. And also, of course, please register, follow so that you will get notified of all the future episodes. And as I always say, you can dip in and dip out, whatever works for you. But it's always good to have all of these things in your repertoire so that when you're feeling that you need some support, it's there. It's really just there on the end of your headphones. So sending so much love to you. I hope you're going to have an amazing week and I will speak to you in a week's time. Take care. Lots of love. Bye.